Hi, this is Tony Bellamy. Um, got a new show, you know. Um, fixing everything, getting it all together. And uh, tonight's show, well, you know, it's, it's going to be different. A little bit more structured. But it's going to be hip about things that I saw. Some some new things. And we're going to talk about tonight is um, the Biggie Smalls documentary recently on Netflix. Um, and, you know, what was covered in there was about... You know Biggie's relationship to jazz as well as to his mother. Um, what was interesting about this uh, Netflix thing was that how Biggie uh, was uh, met jazz saxophonist Donald Harrison, who happened to live in his um, uh, in the same neighborhood. Now, in case you don't know who Donald Harrison is, he has played with Art Blakey, saxophonist, uh, McCoy Tyner, Nina Horn, and he lived in Biggie's Block. And he had a mentor relationship with uh, Biggie, uh, a young Biggie Smalls, uh, known as Christopher Wallace. Um, and um, he did this by playing jazz albums, taking him to the Museum of Modern Art, and encouraging him to think about beyond the neighborhood, you know, uh, you know, to treat his rapping, his rapping that, you know, that young Christopher or Biggie was known uh, as an art- artistic practice. And this Netflix video, you know, it's something you got to see, man, because it's it's incredible uh, that he was also compared Biggie's flow like a drummer like a drummer. His cadence was like Max Roach, who also happened to be living in Brooklyn as well, where many jazz musicians lived. And um, that's that was something that was incredible about Biggie, his realism uh, of telling a story. Like, you know, uh, the, the first time I heard Biggie Smalls was a uh, warning. Uh, and, and, you know, Biggie was always telling you about his life. And his first album was Ready to Die. And um, and how jazz contributed to his flow in rap. And I say it all the time. How hip-hop needs bebop and bebop needs hip-hop. Uh, it's so true. And you, you find out, once again, uh, jazz has something to do with the flow of Biggie Smalls and his talent. And finally, it also tells about his relationship uh, with his mother and Puffy and how they met. Um, but 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 um, Biggie had so much respect for his mom. Uh, you know, enough can't be said about that. Um, next, we're going to talk about Mad Lib and K Tronda. In case you don't know who they are, um, uh, Mad Lib is a multi instrumentalist and rapper, and one of the, the greatest hip hop producers of the 2000s. He's known for his collaborations with MF Doom, Jay Dilla, and Freddie Gibbs. I'm dropping a lot of names here. And then there's K Tronda, who's uh, recently become one of the best house DJs that's out here right now. Um, and not just house, he's, he's done so many different types of collabos, but he and um, Mad Lib will be teaming up, uh, coming out with the new uh, singles in double single, actually in April. Uh, this collaboration it was all found out in um, uh, Pitchfork. Uh, and they are being sponsored by Lexus. This this music sounds so corporate already, man. But you know, it is what it is, right? You know, but I'm just telling you what I seen, what I heard. And um, next, we're gonna talk about Robert Glasper. Now, many of you may know Robert Glasper. He's a jazz pianist, but he's more than that. He's crossed all the 
uh, different genres from hip hop to uh, neo soul fusion, and you know he he's bridged all of them. You know he's done music with like Indege Cello and her. Uh, matter of fact, they did a uh, recent cut Indege Cello, Rob Glasper, and it, it's called Better. It's out now. It's something you should listen to. Um, he's done music with. Um, uh, Anderson Pack, I believe, yeah, and as well as um, um, uh, Erica Badu, you know. So I mean, this guy's done a lot. Now, the reason I bring him up is because it, it was interesting that he did something. He said something today, you know, it was on Instagram about um, about uh, how Jay Dilla, Nas, and Ahmad Jamal were all related. And once again, jazz, hip-hop meets bebop, bebop meets hip-hop. And how Jay Dilla took a few bars from jazz pianist, Ahmad Jamal, I'm dropping another one, look him up, okay, and, and made a beat for Nas before that cut that you know so well. And this jazz piano, you can hear it too. And the music was, the, the cut was called, you know, it was called The World Is Yours. Okay, The World Is Yours. Dun, 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 dun. And he, he put that together, cut it up, and 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 reverbed and floated and and then put Ahmad Jamal in there, you know. He didn't try to jag it, you know. He didn't just lay it out there, but he blended it in. And it, it's you know, you heard the world is yours. Well, if you heard the world is yours at the beginning of it, you hear it. that's all Ahmad Jamal in there. And, I, and you need to know know that, you know. Um, it, it was um, you know just. Some of the things that I heard this week, you know, as I play with this, you know, playing um, Giant Steps, uh, John Coltrane, <laughs> hope this goes through. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was Robert Glasper, you know, and you should, and as I said too, Robert Glasper is always, always in the studio producing, always coming up with new music. Um, this guy stays moving. What I told you, uh, today is old tomorrow with Robert Glasper, you know. And finally, um, you know, um, I saw something uh, that a friend of mine, um, uh, Eustace, I will say Eustace, uh, my man Eustace, uh, told me about, and he, and he laid this on me. Uh, it was called Jackie McLean on Mars. And man, I would tell you, I had seen Jackie McLean for years. I'll first tell you who Jackie McLean was. First, he was born in Harlem, okay, March 17th, 1931. He was a composer, arranger, band leader, um, um, uh, alto saxophonist. Some people called him Little Bird. He was, uh, he made, in a, all due respect, all due respect. He was mentored by Charlie Parker, who was God in the jazz world, uh, one of the greatest musicians, total, total musicians ever. Okay, uh, you know, um, Parker. But this is about Jackie McLean. Jackie McLean was known for his improv improvisations and his emotional intensity, okay? And this guy was doing um, music and recording with uh, Miles Davis, uh, Mingus, and Art Blakey as early in his teenagers in 1951, okay? All right, you know, this, you know, he, he was incredible. All right. Um, but what was different about this particular documentary was that um, Jack McLean did something different. You know, I, you know, it became like everyone else would do. And I, and I would say this. But what was different was that he became a professor at the University of Hartford and began teaching uh, on music, 
theory, history, and everything about what was happening in jazz. And um, he first began his teaching on the Lower East Side of New York City for the mobilization, mobilization of youth. Okay, and two reasons why he did this is the word that he constantly uses in this documentary, uh, Jackie McLean on Mars, was he refused to be exploited. Okay, he refused to be exploited. This was a true artist. And, you know, the struggling of, of being recognized as the artist that he was and the music, uh, because jazz wasn't being recognized. He says this and, you know, and something, I, you know, we all know. Jazz wouldn't be recognized because it was um, it was American, okay, but it was also designed or, or innovated by by African Americans. Jazz is an African American art form. It is truly an art form, okay. And he he tells about that they will not perpetuate that. They will not let that happen, you know. And he says also, don't let them tell you. Um, uh, when to 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 play or when when is there going to be like when it's popular that's when you'll do it okay because those radio stations will not play that music uh, because of that and and he explains this this was this was known even with um, the recent um, documentary on um, uh, uh, Billy Holiday who was chased uh, by the FBI for singing um, Strange Fruit um, but. As I said, he, he said jazz will not be celebrated because it's, it's in an art form, okay? Uh, and Jackie also speaks about Monk, Thelonious Monk and Bud Powell, and that they were in a perpetual state of grace, their art form, okay? And they were recognized as, that's why they walked around. You know, some people thought they were weird, but man, these cats were just way up there on another level, son, okay? Um, Jackie, you know, and Jackie McLean explains that when he went to Paris one time and he sees Bud Powell walking and he's about to cross the street and a police officer uh, stopped the traffic. The traffic stopped to let, to let Bud Powell cross the street, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, he said the recognition of Europeans towards African-Americans in the, in the jazz art form is just incredible. You know, and, and and it's a matter of control of power because he's dropped something else that I did not know. And and the thing was that how people don't recognize Sun Ra. Some of you all don't know who Sun Ra is. Look him up. I'm dropping him. But he was the first musician with a band uh, uh, to play electronic music. OK, it wasn't K Tronda. It wasn't. It wasn't Mad Lib, it wasn't, you know, or, or, or MF Doom or Jay Dilla, you know, who was doing electronic music that you hear today was laid out by him. And he was doing this since 1957. Sun Ra was doing this. And he also, some people thought he was weird. As Jackie Clean said, he was working around with a perpetual state of grace. It was one of the favorite words of Jackie McLean was the perpetual perpetual state of grace, okay? And he, one of the reasons why he also said, and I'm going to get to it, I'm going to wrap this up, was Mars. Why did he say he was, he said where he was teaching was Mars and the reality of where, what was going on uh, um, was uh, um, what was really happening, how jazz was recognized. So he, he could recognize it on a, on, on a educational or intellectual level, but it wasn't getting the recognition money 
okay, of that these artists, such as the Coltrane's, the, the Duke Ellington's, the Bud Powell's, the Thelonious Monks, it goes on and on. Blue Mitchell, not just Miles Davis, man. Dizzy Gillespie, okay. Dizzy Gillespie and Charlie Parker up at Minton's developed this music every Monday night and it was bebop and they called it the modern music, okay? Uh, and I'm going to say this right here. Close it. This music wasn't recognized because it was too black. It was too It was too gospel. It was, it was too fast. You couldn't understand it. And somebody like Miles Davis came with, with the um, hard bop movement, which would made it a little bit more understandable, okay? And you, you know, that's the real story. That's the real deal. Okay. And, um, you know, Jackie McLean and Mars was an incredible documentary. I hope you see it. It's just 32 minutes, man. And, um, you know, I think that's all I got to say. I said a lot more than I wanted to say. You know, I just wanted to tell you what's up, you know, you know, just cool where hip hop meets bebop and bebop meets hip hop. And it truly is the many flavors of the music. I'm Tony Bellamy. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Have a great day. Well, good night.